<laughs> oh, a little froggy. It's a little. What are you doing, Sadie? It's a little bit froggy. <laughs> that feeling inside you. <laughs> when you got phlegm in your throat. <laughs> everybody. Hey, everybody. It is uh, me. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stu McAllister with me is always on the dogs. I got Wean Dog over there on the chair. Sadie Dog just was walking around in her dementia old state of dogdom. Looking over the cat trees, I see Cow Cat. I see Cow Cat, but I do not see Larry Cat. So you guys know what that means. You know what it means. It means he is upstairs shitting <laughs> it never gets old shitting on my bed oh god but uh how was your day everybody how was your day was it a good day was it i sincerely hope it was everybody uh why because today is oh hi sadie no 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 no, thank you. Uh, because today is Thursday, January 5th, 2020. Trace, uh, it's Thursday, one day closer to the weekend. A lot of people are like, oh my God, it's the weekend now. I think I remember in college uh, where it was like Thirsty Thursday at some bars or whatever they called it. They'd always have some crazy drink specials. The Fountain Street Grill, that was my fucking jam back in college. I love that bar. I'm more of a townie bar guy. I've always been a townie bar guy. Never never cared about the uh, dance club or the fucking hot club or whatever. You, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Never, never gave a shit about it. Always preferred the townie bar. Get a pitcher of beer, sit at the bar, uh, put some money in the jukebox, just hang out, have some fun, talk, whatever, no pressure, uh, not a meat market. Um, that That's who the fuck I, I was in college, and that's who the fuck I remain to this day. But anyway, hopefully you guys had a, thir a good Thursday. Hopefully you did. I got Wean Dog over here attacking me, wanting to get under the blanket. She's a blanket dog. Um... Hopefully it was good. If it wasn't good, have a beer at a uh, townie bar and go to bed. What are you doing? Huh? Lie down. You're under the you're under the blanket. Lie down, you big fucking weirdo. Huh? Uh, and then tomorrow's Friday, and Friday will be a good day. It's a good fucking day. Is it payday for you? I know a lot of people get paid on Fridays. Uh, maybe it's payday for you. I don't know. Oh, man. How was my day? How was how was my day? Well, my day started off poorly. Um, because I uh, I told the people on the Patreon, I got a, a letter yesterday going, Hey, uh, you owe postage on this letter. Someone, someone mailed you something. 
but uh, somehow we're going to charge you for the postage. I'm like, ah, you motherfucker. So, 70 cents is what I owe. I owe 70 fucking cents. So, which is a stamp? Is that right? Is it a stamp? So, I know where I'm supposed to go. There's a, a post office that holds all the postage due envelopes. And uh, you just go over there. And uh, you give them the money and they give you the envelope. And there you go, right? I've, I've had enough of these instances where... Uh, I, I got to pay. So I know, but I, I Googled them to say, oh, well, uh, what are their hours? Are they open early? Are they open late? And Google told me they were open at eight. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking great. I can go over there before work. I got to be at work at 830. If I get there at eight, I'll have enough time to get to work. It'll be great. It'll be great. It'll be great. Right? You, you guys ever make a plan? And you're like, everything's fucking falling into place, right? Everything's turning up millhouse, right? Everything's great. Uh, well, it didn't, no, it didn't turn out like that. Um, I, uh, I got over there and uh, the, the gates to the place were open and everything, but fuck me, uh, they weren't open at eight. They don't open till nine, motherfucker. And they close at five. Now, I'm going to be perfectly honest, everybody. For for this place where you're supposed to go and like pick up your mail, like they aren't like I can't go there. <clears throat> excuse me, I can't go there and buy stamps from them. They don't they don't do that. I can't give them mail. This is like a very weird place to go. How can they only have hours 9 to 5? Who the fuck? That's when the majority of the people work. Like me. I'm at work. I, I work from 8.30. I didn't get out of work until 6.30. Fuck me. So I'm a, a, an hour before and an hour and a half after they, they open and close. Fuck that shit. So thankfully they got a couple hours on Saturday, like 9 to noon or some shit. Uh, so I get into work, go to work. Um, I'm at the new place, everybody. If you're new, li if you're a new listener, thanks, thanks for listening. I didn't introduce myself. I'm Stu McAllister, host of the Elemental Podcast. Uh, was a comedian for a long time. Was a social work for a longer time. Social worker for a longer time. And uh, now I just make mistakes. And my current mistake, uh, I work for a medical supply company. Right? We we deliver medical supplies to people. And um, the, it isn't what I thought it would be. <laughs> Basically, I'm a mover, everybody. <laughs> I'm a mover. I deliver hospital beds to people, uh, over-the-bed tables, concentrators, which is oxygen, wheelchairs. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just a fucking mover. It's not, it is not what I thought it would be. No job has ever been like what I thought it would be. Uh, and I'm not a fan of the the job is you do the job till it's done. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Because I'm becoming not a fan of being out late at night. A lot of it has to do with uh, we're going into people's homes, right? You know, clearly I'm, I'm not just delivering to like nursing homes or senior citizen homes or assisted living homes. And that's another ball of wax for yours truly. 
I hate going into these homes and it just seems like we warehouse old people, everybody. I'm, I'm not lying. We warehouse old people. I go into these places and there's old people's like in wheelchairs and, uh, or they're in their beds or maybe they're on their walkers and they're, they're, I don't, they're just there. It's depressing to me. And the reason I think it's depressing to me is because I am closer to that age than I would like to admit. Fuck. <laughs> I am closer to death than I am to birth. Fuck. <laughs> damn, damn it. I'm seeing my future and it does not look great. <laughs> my future is not bright. I do not wear shades. <laughs> God, fuck. But we go into people's homes as well, too. And um, as I've said before, everybody's definition of okay is different, right? A lot of people would walk into my house and they'd be like, what the fuck? Because I'm not going to lie. I got fucking just shit everywhere. Am I a hoarder? God, no. Fuck, fuck no. But I just got, I got clutter. I, I'm not going to lie. I got clutter. I just do. And I'm okay with it. I know where everything is. Just weird. A lot of people couldn't live like this, though. They'd be like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm going to kill myself. But then I go into these homes. Like, this one home I went in today, this woman clearly, uh, she died, clearly was a hoarder. There was just so much shit fucking everywhere. that There was barely any room for us to go in and, and take out her bed and everything else that needed to be returned to us. And some of these homes smell like piss. <laughs> it's shit. I mean, in other homes, we, you know, million dollar homes are walking into. Very nice. I'm sure, I'm sure these people have servants or whatever. I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan this late at night trying to find uh, numbers, house numbers. People don't have their lights on. They know we're coming. Turn your fucking lights on, you fucks. People aren't home. It's all, it's all bad. I'm not a fan of it. Not a fan. I am getting the hang of it, though. <laughs> I'm not a fan of this shit, but I'm getting the hang of it. So we'll see. I got, I got another trainer again today. I got the guy who likes to listen to screamo music. Was it Five Finger Death Punch and God Smack shit like that? I can only handle it for a short period of time. And then I want to commit suicide. <laughs> it's, not, it's not good. If you like that music, great. But you can't tell me it's good. <laughs> it's it's not. You can't tell me it makes you feel good. Because it doesn't. If that shit makes you feel good, how bad did you feel? <laughs> you had to be the worst of the worst. Fucking Christ. That music is god awful. Uh, so I have to work. I made a sale, everybody. I made a sale. I, you guys, uh, long-time listeners, know I got a little store in Macari. I sell shit over there, mostly sports shit. And then uh, I'll take some of the shit, and then I'll just post it on Facebook as well. Because I know not everybody's on Macari. So I'm like, hey, I got this shit for sale. Anyone want to buy the shit? And I, a local guy, a guy I know, he's like, oh, yeah, I'll buy the jersey. I, I was selling a... Uh, 
more Oklahoma, more high school, more high school in Oklahoma. I had one of their football jerseys. They were the Lions. And uh, I was trying to sell it. My buddy, uh, my buddy JoJo said, hey, man, I'll buy it. I like that. I'll buy it. I'm like, all right, cool, man. And it, I don't know if it's be, because it's like he, jo, JoJo's a very good dude. I love JoJo's great. He, I don't want to say he's a contrarian. He's not. He's not a contrarian. But he's a dude who likes doing things his own way. So I, I kind of get the feeling like he bought it because it was like a Lions jersey. And it does have the logo that's uh, very similar to the Detroit Lions. So I'm thinking, oh, maybe this is why he bought it. And I'm like, all right, man, well, I'll just bring it to your house instead of mailing it to you. I'll save, I'll save myself some money, and then you get it a lot quicker. Let's fucking do it. So uh, I go to his house. I, well, I message him, hey, man, I'll be there this time. All right, he's like, all right, I'm home. And I go to his house. Again, another dude doesn't have his fucking front porch lights on because I'm like, I can't find the house number, you dick. <laughs> so I find it. I go to the front door, ring the doorbell. The, the door to the porch is locked, so he can't hear me or anything. So uh, I go around to the back door, and I don't know if the doorbell works or not. He doesn't answer the door, so I'm like going, fuck, he said he was going to be here. So I just I leave it on the porch, but then I walk past like the kitchen area, and I see him, and he's in there. He's like cooking dinner or whatever. So I just kind of, I scared the shit out of him because I tapped on the window. He's like, oh, what? You know, you're just, you're in the zone, you're doing whatever. And then all of a sudden something happens and you get all startled. That's what I did to him. So he comes out and uh, uh, we're talking for a bit. And, you know, I, JoJo is a, a morning radio guy here in Grand Rapids. I've known JoJo, I don't know six years seven years something like that i i enjoy jojo very much he's a very good dude i actually listen to his morning show when i can and uh he also does open my comedy he does he does some stand-up and and i think i've said this before and i'll say it again he is one of the few radio guys who has done stand-up on stage as like a stand-up comedian who is funny Jojo does have good jokes that he tells on stage. Too many radio dudes think they're funny. And the reason they think they're funny is because their co-workers laugh at them as well. Because, I mean, that's part of the gag of like, Oh my God, you're funny and you're funny. We're all laughing. We're all having a good time. Meanwhile, you're listening to the radio show going, This is shit. <laughs> None of these guys are funny. They all suck cock. They don't have anyone there to tell them that shit's not funny. There's no real world uh, slap in the face. And so they get on stage. They're like, oh, I'm funny. I'm going to do some stand-up comedy. And then they do stand-up comedy. And then that's when they get slapped in the face. And because uh, it, it more often than not, it's not good. I've known, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, five? Five local radio guys who have done stand-up comedy. And uh, I'll tell you, JoJo's the only one who's worth a fucking goddamn thing. All the other guys suck. And none of them really continue to do it at all. So, uh, yeah. I'll say it to their faces, too. Trust me. And they'll all be like, 
Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> or they might be in denial. A lot of them had stopped doing it because they weren't going to get the kind of success that they would like uh, and, and that they got doing radio. Most of them, JoJo's doing radio. Mike is doing radio. I don't know if B-Side is still doing radio. He might be. I don't know. A lot of guys have kind of come and gone. But uh, so I'm sitting there talking to JoJo, and he gave me some information that I want to tell you guys, but I don't know if he's made it public. I get the feeling he hasn't made it public. Um, but it made me sad when he told me the news. I was like, oh, I mean, it's good news for him. But I'm like, oh, man, because I like JoJo a whole lot. So, but uh, but good for good, good things for JoJo. I'm glad he bought that jersey. I got a couple extra bucks in my pocket. I also sold a, a hat. Oklahoma, the University of Oklahoma, I sold or Oklahoma University. I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't really care. It's a weird hat. It was a combination Oklahoma University and SpongeBob. <laughs> and it has like, I don't know, 20, 25 autographs on it. I'm assuming of Oklahoma Sooner, either basketball or football players. And another local guy bought it. And I'm like, fuck, man, yeah. Selling all this shit. It's great. Let me get rid of it. So if you guys want anything, let me know. I mean, I, I'll send you my Macari link. And you can look through it. And maybe you'll find some shit you want. Let me know. Let me know. Um, Good news. Good news, everybody. You, you guys know me. I talk about bad shit too much. I'm aware. I'm aware. But uh, there was good news today. Uh, DeMar Hamlin, the Buffalo Bills football player uh, who, who had his heart stop, uh, apparently is awake now. He's awake. He is uh, still intubated, so that he can't talk. He's got a fucking tube down his throat, everybody. You can't talk with a tube in your throat. And uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that or not, everybody. It's kind of a, it's a, it's a scary thing. It's an intimidating thing. I have, um, when I worked in the hospital, I would see a lot of intubated people and it was, it was never anything that I liked because I always felt very helpless and I always felt they were very fragile and I was always fearful I would do something that uh, would harm them in some way. I would trip and, and pull out a cord <laughs> that would uh, keep their... Uh, respirator going or whatever right but uh he's awake he his he's got his eyes open apparently he's writing stuff so he wrote a question he apparently the first question he asked was uh who won the game <laughs> I, I i find that very funny who won the game so uh so they said that was really positive because it, it, it meant a lot of things first off he was aware that he was at the game He's aware that he got hurt at the game. He doesn't have amnesia or anything of that nature. So uh, it's all all very positive stuff that his brain is functioning at, at an appropriate level, hopefully. So uh, hopefully he comes out of it. Hopefully he comes out of it 
Um, it's a positive thing. I think uh, for the Bills players, at least, it is positive because the, the, they're going to have to play on Sunday. The game against the New England Patriots is happening. It's in Buffalo, thank God. I think there there is a sigh of relief that DeMar Hamlin is awake and aware and is on the road to recovery. Lord knows uh, what what will be in the future for this guy if, if he'll ever play football again. It'd be great if he did. I wouldn't be terribly surprised if they're like, man, you probably shouldn't. So, uh, so we will see. So that, it's all all very positive stuff. Apparently, they, they're, uh, the charity that he had uh, has raised over $7 million, I think, now. So that is awesome as well. Apparently, his jersey is, is currently the number one selling jersey in the league. And it's amazing to think about because uh, I know 99% of you listening, so that would be five of you, <laughs> um, had no idea who DeMar Hamlin was like four days ago, five days ago. You had no fucking clue, so... Uh, it's amazing that his jersey is the number one seller right currently. Uh, apparently, though, people have, uh, and I don't know if it's true or not, I would say it probably is true because people are scumbags and dirtbags and fuckfaces. Uh, people were threatening T. Higgins, who was the uh, receiver that DeMar Hamlin tackled that uh, kind of put the hit on DeMar. And how are you going to blame him for what the fuck happened? They're playing football. Uh, DeMar tackled him. T. Higgins was just playing football. He, he lowered his shoulder. His shoulder hit DeMar square in the chest. And there you go. He didn't do anything malice with uh, ill intent. He's just playing the fucking football game. So... It's weird that anyone would be like, oh, fuck you, and fuck your mom, we're coming to kill you. Ah. People are stupid. People are stupid. And people apparently have been attempting to make jokes. I was informed today that an open micer here in town, I don't know if he told it on stage or what, but apparently he told a joke and uh about the situation and clear and it wasn't a funny joke wasn't incredibly insensitive I, I wouldn't say that either but it's a joke that just didn't need to be told and uh it wasn't funny and i will say this and i will always say this you can joke about anything you want i don't care you can joke about the holocaust you can joke about rape. You can joke about abortion. You can joke about DeMar Hamlin. But you better make sure that these jokes are funny. And I'm going to tell you now, these jokes about the, the Holocaust, abortion, rape, DeMar Hamlin, they're not funny. They're not funny. Don't tell them. Don't tell. There is no need. You're not clever. You're not edgy. You're stupid. 
So don't do it. I, and it's always the new guys. The new guys always want to do it. And I always tell the new guys, don't fucking do it. You, you're not ready. Oh, but fucking Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, but Bill Burr. Oh, but Dave Chappelle. You're not any of those guys, you dicks. You're a fucking open micer that's been doing comedy three months. Eat shit. Shut up. And sit down. Stop being a douchebag, you fuck. <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> you filthy fuck. Oh, hey, uh, this podcast probably isn't meant for children. You fuck. That's my middle name. You fuck. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, don't, don't do any jokes about Damar Hamlin, thanks. Uh, oh, spe uh, speaking of death, when I was out today with with my trainer, we were going to deliver a bed to a home, right? We were at a stop. We called the woman. We're like, hey, we're doing a bed delivery to you guys. Uh, you're going to be there, right? And the lady's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be here. I'll be here. We're like, all right. We will be there in about 10 minutes. Five minutes later, my my trainer um, gets a uh, gets a text message going. Don't deliver the bed. The lady died. <laughs> what? So the late apparently the lady was at the hospital that the bed was for, and they were looking to transfer her home or to her daughter's house or whatever. I don't know. But apparently she passed away. In, 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 a, in an instant, everybody, life changes. We were going to deliver a hospital bed to a woman. And then five minutes later, her mom's dead. Fucking Christ. Fucking. I said to my trainer, like, you sure you don't want to stop by anyway? And just to check and make, and make sure. <laughs> I'm a bit of an, I'm a bit of an asshole. I'm, I'm an asshole. I'm not a dick. We were at. I don't know if I mentioned this before, but a, I don't know. Last week, I think it was. I was out with a different trainer. We were at a nursing home, and it was one of these nursing homes where I'm assuming the people who live there have dementia and they'll wander off or whatever because you need to punch a code in to get out. And so we were moving some furniture because that's what I fucking do now. Apparently, I move furniture, and uh, we had to get out. So the nurse had to come over, or whoever was, had to come over and punch in the code to let us out. And I'm like, oh, nobody gets out alive, huh? <laughs> and I really, I was saying it jokingly, and I really, I mean, apparently, I did not realize that comment was as tr true as can be. <laughs> nobody is getting out of here alive. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck. And my trainer was like, oh, that was dark. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I guess you're right. I did not mean it to be as dark as what I said, but uh, but yeah. All right, da 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 da, da. update. It's an update. It, oh hi Sadie. It's an update. Sadie likes updates. She's coming over here to stand on my chest. Hi Sadie. Some days your good day are good days for you. Some days you are very good, baby. You very good, baby. Ah. <laughs> uh, 
This is an update on Jeremy Renner. He got, I think it was the same day that uh, DeMar Hamlin got injured. He also got injured in a snowplow accident. And I'm always like, what the fuck? I, I'm still very confused about this whole snowplow accident. But apparently he was completely crushed. A snowplow ran over him. What? A, snow, a snowplow ran over him? I'm like, I thought he was in the snowplow. Um, but yeah, his chest collapsed. His upper torso was getting crushed. He suffered a lot of heavy bleeding. Yeah, I would think if a snowplow ran over me, I'd be fucking, I would just be dead. I'd be like, please just kill me. Please. I want to know how that happened. At the time of the freak accident, one of Renner, Renner's neighbors, who happened to be a doctor, placed a tourniquet on his leg until paramedics arrived. The Hawkeye star was then airlifted from the mountain and taken to a nearby hospital where he was treated for his injuries. It's just fucking, fucking crazy. He had a picture of himself on Instagram. And, uh, I mean, it looks like he just got beat the fuck up his face. I really, I'd like to see his whole body, though. I find it all very unfortunate because I do like Jeremy Renner a lot as an actor, and I liked him as a Hawkeye in all the Marvel movies. I'm going to assume he'll never play football again. <laughs> but, I don't know, we'll see. He's got his glasses on, though. How did his glasses not get crushed? <laughs> the fucking snowplow ran you over. I still don't know how. It says here the snowplow weighs 14,000 pounds. How do you survive that? How was he not, like, pushed to the side and salted? <laughs> All right. Ask Amy. This one's a very simple one to me. Ask Amy. For those who don't know what the fuck I'm doing, I love reading advice uh, columns. I love reading letters that are sent to an advice columnist. Uh, I find the letters to be funny. And then I'm, I'm always interested in uh, reading what Abby, Amy, whoever, how they respond. And uh, I like it because I, I have not read the letter. I give my advice, and then I will read the advice columnist's advice. And I usually, usually we're kind of similar, but usually um, I'm a lot more direct. I don't pussyfoot around. I say it like I say it, with a lot of swear words. <laughs> but this one goes, ask Amy. Should I write a letter to the person who broke my heart 50 years ago? No! <laughs> no, you dumb bitch! Why would you do... And I'm only going to say dumb bitch because I don't think a dude is contemplating writing a letter to some girl who broke his heart 50 years ago. Most dudes are like, fuck that bitch! <laughs> Women, on the other hand, tell me if... Ladies, tell me if I'm wrong. I think you might pine... Women pine for the one that got away. Oh, maybe I could have had a better relationship with Mark. I could have helped him with his alcohol and substance abuse. 
and anger management issues. <laughs> I could have helped him. <laughs> no, he was an asshole. Let him go. All right, let's see what she says. I said, I just go, no. Uh, Dear Amy, 50 years ago, my heart was broken. Absolutely shattered, actually. When my first real love essentially ghosted me after an intense two years, including live together, uh, that had all the hallmarks of happily ever after. Wow, you fucking, you were living in sin in the 70s? Oh my God, were you a fucking hippie? When a year later I was still broken and mourning to a degree I felt was unhealthy, I gathered my wits, sold my possessions, and left town by joining the air joining the Air Force. Oh my god. And from that one choice my life changed. Gradually, but all for the better. Today I'm retired after a complex and gratifying life that's included world travel, several additional years of higher education a satisfying teaching career, and last but not least, 34 years with the right person, the love of my life, and truly the best, most supportive, complimentary partner I could have asked for. My question, I know how to contact Mr. Long ago and keep finding myself wanting to reach out one time, not take up extended contact, to thank for setting all that in motion and say that I hope his life has been equally fulfilling. Is this an imprudent idea that should be squelched? Or would it be a nice, acceptable closure to a 50-year-old heartbreak? Signed, questioning closure. As I said, no. No, bitch, why? No. Why are you thinking about this guy? I don't get it. He crushed you 50 years ago? In uh, 34 years, you've had the right relationship with somebody else? Why the fuck do you care about this dude? Why have you been keeping tabs on him? Seek help, lady. I don't think your life is as good as it is if you're thinking about somebody from fucking 50 years ago. I don't think about chicks from high school. I don't give a shit. Fuck those sluts. <laughs> Fuck those dirty hoe bags. <laughs> that crushed my heart. I don't know. I barely remember their names. Fuck them. <laughs> right? I'm not wrong. I'm sticking to it. Let's see what Amy has to say. Dear questioning, would contacting Mr. Long ago wrap things up nicely for you or might this contact open the lid to a box that contains 50 years of questions and emotions? Might it trigger some latent longing for Mr. Long ago? I don't know. I do know that the life you are describing, complicated, expansive, and graced by a very long-lasting love with the right person, is the essence of happily ever after. Good for you. I think it's important and very human impulse to try to pull the skeins of your life together. As long as you prepare yourself for the variables, Mr. Longago might continue to ghost you. He might question your motives and resent the encroachment. His memory of those long ago events might be radically different from yours. Or, as happened to me in a similar situation, a sincere apology might be offered and accepted, and you part company with a deep appreciation for your own emotional history. I wonder what your partner thinks you should do. I suggest that you share this dilemma, solicit your partner's reaction and counsel, and if you decide to go ahead with it, keep your message brief, simple, and sincere. Yeah, what's your husband going to think? It'd be like, why are you thinking about this fucking fuck, body, fuck face from 50 years ago? 
I'm the one who's putting the wood to you now. Who gives a shit about fucking Johnny long ago? Fuck that guy. Do you think the guy who ghosted you is going to give you the time of day now? He ghosted you for a reason, lady. Everything happens. For a reason? I don't know if it happens for a reason, but shit happens. And then you deal with it. And you turn a, a negative into a positive. So good for you. Leave the rest of that shit in your past. God damn. Not everything needs to have closure. Closure is an awful myth that uh, people have put into, like, therapy. We need, you need to have closure. Fuck you. No, you don't. You don't need to have closure. Sometimes you don't get closure. And sometimes you don't get the closure you want. You want things to all be hunky-dory or whatever. Sometimes it doesn't work like that. What the hell? Oh, there's a car outside making squeaky noises. You need to work on those brake pads or some shit. So fuck that. Fuck it. All right, I think I'm going to end on this because people have been losing their goddamn mind about this. The price of eggs has jumped by 49% in a year here in the state of Michigan. Eggs were uh, $1.72 in November of 2021. They were $3.59 in November 2022. And right now, it's like over 5 bucks a dozen. People are losing their goddamn minds. Uh, I can't tell you the last time I bought eggs, so whatever. It is. It is. Well, I hate the expression. I'm not. So I'm not going to say it. The problem is, is that the reason why eggs are so expensive is because there was a highly contagious avian flu, the bird flu, that went around and fucking massacred birds. Fifty-eight million birds, including more than forty million egg-laying hens, died across the uh, the United States. That's a lot of fucking birds. That's a lot of goddamn chicken wings. That's fucking a hundred and sixteen chicken wings. Were they able to save the wings? Could we eat the wings? Does avian flu affect human beings? I think it does. I, however, I think I might be willing to risk avian flu. For 116 million chicken wings. The flu first hit the United States in January with cases taking off in the spring, but another wave hit more than 5 million birds in Iowa, Nebraska, South Dakota, and Colorado. The out, this outbreak has surpassed the 2015 avian flu that killed 50 million birds and led to a spike in egg prices then. But uh, the level of uh, price increase is, is much greater now than it was then. Some people might be able to find eggs locally cheaper from backyard suppliers. Unreal. In November, the U.S. Centers of Disease Control continue to release guidance on how to prevent infection between birds. For those who are around poultry or wild birds, this includes wearing personal protective equipment, washing hands frequently, Avoiding touching your mouth, nose, or eyes, and changing clothes after being in contact with birds. It re remains rare for humans to be infected with avian flu. So there we go. So uh, that explains the crazy price increase. Uh, so I guess you're going to have to take it easy on your omelets. Maybe not bake so much shit. 
It'll even out. I know people lose their fucking mind, but it'll even out. There'll be more birds. We'll get more eggs. Relax. Relax. Are eggs good for you now, or are they bad for you? Because it seems like every once in a while there's a study that comes out and goes, Oh my God, eating eggs, you're going to fucking die. And then a year later, oh my God, you got to eat more eggs. It's the only thing that's going to keep you alive. And I'm always like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? What do I do? And the answer is nothing. That's the answer. You just, there is no closure. <laughs> there, closure is a myth. So there we go. So, all right, that's it, everybody. Go eat some eggs. Don't worry about closure. Move on with your life. Uh, buy some football cards. Life is good. If you guys can do me a solid on a couple things, one, like the Facebook page, like the Twitter page, Elemental Podcast, that'd be great. If you can rate, review, subscribe on the freebie, this is a freebie. That would be fantastic if you like it. If you don't like it, uh, don't rate, review, just subscribe. <laughs> How about that? Can you do that for me? Fuck. Uh, and then I do have a Patreon. The Patreon is a paywall. So for five bucks a month, you get a lot more podcasts. Freebies are Mondays and Thursdays. Patreon is pretty much every other day of the week. Every once in a while, I, I take a little vacation or something pops up and I can't do it. The goal, however, is to always podcast every day. Fuck. It's a bit, I don't take off vacation days, really. Although I did two days ago. <laughs> Who the fuck? Who the fuck am I? Buy me a calendar. I don't know my dates. Um, I do have a store on Macari. I do have a store on Tee Public. If you can, uh, if you can't find the link to them, let me know, and I will send you the link so you can go buy some shit for me. Like you can buy uh, more high school in Oklahoma football jersey for me. How about that? Um. And then if you can do these five things, these people support me, I will support them. Sunday Slaw, Adam and Stephanie House, married couple. They like coleslaw, so they decided to make a page about it. They do videos of themselves eating coleslaw. Check it out, the Sunday Slaw. That'd be great, check them out. Magic JDM, my buddy John Midgley, magician, social worker, all around great humanitarian. Check them out, uh, Magic JDM, for all your magic needs over on the Facebook. Bear Boards and Tables, Cocaine Bear Boards and Tables on Instagram. My buddy Mark's got a little uh, page over there, and then he's got a link to his Macari store. He has a Macari store as well, too. He makes a lot of things out of wood. He's a, he's a craftsman, not a craftsman craftsman and he uh, he makes some cool shit so go buy some shit from him off his Macari store go check it out bear like a like a grizzly like a cocaine bear cocaine bear boards and tables go check out uh, extra levels gaming on Facebook and their website extralevelsgaming.com it is a retro video game store in Holt Michigan and I know none of you live near Holt Michigan it's a suburb of Lansing but that's why you go to their website, extralevelsgaming.com, and buy some old video games for your Atari, your Intellivision, your ColecoVision, whatever. And uh, maybe you'll find the game you're looking for. So go check them out, extralevelsgaming.com. 
And last but not least, my boy Matt Harper has got a page on Instagram and TikTok, Matt Harper Art. He makes a lot of clay gnomes, so he made a store on Etsy for it, Barefoot Gnome. I have one. You should have one. They are very cool. So go check him out, Matt Harper Art. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. So that's it, everybody. Uh, I'm done. Thank you for listening. Again, if you could do all that shit for me, I would appreciate it. Uh, I will see you guys on Monday for the freebie, or I will see you uh, tomorrow uh, for the Patreon. Oh, also, uh, Saturday. Saturday, uh, I'm going to go see a movie that uh, I am in. Like a full-length feature movie that I am in. Uh, I'm just an extra. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm the guy in the background. But the two scenes that uh, I was a part of, I will be in the movie. Uh, unless both scenes get cut. Because both of the scenes, I am directly behind the, the actors, the main actors. So unless the scenes get cut completely, yours truly uh, will be in a movie. I, I, I'll let you guys know how that movie goes. But more than likely, I'll only do it on the Patreon. But uh, whatever. So... All right, that's it, guys. You were great. I love you. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you later. Have a good day. Okay, bye.